Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Week 10, baby. Let's do Patty's Picks Week 10. Now, it's Patty's Picks with John Martin. Football picks from Patty Pump with guidance from the Kango Kid, Jason Smith. Patty Pump and the Kango Kid. Patty's Picks on 92.9's Jason and John Show. Y'all already know what it is. Smell the money. Miami Dolphins minus three and a half against the Cleveland Browns. Miami is back home. Uh, this week, taking on a Browns team that did have a bye after beating the uh, the hell out of the uh, Cincinnati Bink. The Cleveland Browns are just not very good against the pass. They are 15th in the NFL in yards allowed per game through the air. Um, and if you just take a deep dive into the advanced metrics, they're even worse than that. They're seventh worst in the NFL in yards per attempt by opposing quarterbacks. They're fourth worst in yards allowed per catch. They've only got three interceptions this season as well. That is third worst in the NFL. What does this all spell out? A great day for Tua, who was just awesome. He it was is. just a, a, a great uh, QB. They got the win over the Chicago Bears, though they did not cover. They did not cover that game. They did uh, They did win by, a, what was it, four? Three. Three. Four. 35-32, something like that. Okay, yeah, that's right. They, they won, the, won the game mm-hmm. by three. Uh, but they are back home, and they are laying three and a half. Two is averaging 336.8 yards a game. Should he be in the MVP talk? Um, not yet. Yeah, I hear you, though. Um, this is not the same Tua. You know, this is not the same Tua from two years ago. He's got weapons now. Um, between Jalen Wild, um, Tyreek Hill, adding in Jeff Wilson Jr., so they have a solid running game as well. You know, I just think this is a spot for the Miami Dolphins where they come back home and they take care of business. You know, you can also start to hear the, the footsteps of Deshaun Watson. You know, we're getting into week 10 now. Is, is Brissett going to be as good as he's been, right? Yeah, what week is it? It's week 10. Well, I'm talking about for him to come oh, back. I think it's week 12. He'd come back after their – I think, I think uh, week 12 is when he's, he's very close. You are right. I hear the footsteps. Uh, Cleveland has also only played three road games through week nine. And in those road games, they only played two real QBs. One was Baker Mayfield. Uh, the other was Mitchell Trubisky. Now, Lamar they did face, but they were getting beat by a million points before they had that historic comeback there uh, on the road. So uh, in, in that game, Lamar only threw 16 times. So this is going to be a test on the road that they have just simply not seen yet this season. And because of that, I am going to roll with Miami. Minus three and a half to a time. Baby! This is a team that has burned me both times I have put them in Patty's Picks. It is bound to turn around at some point, and it's ugly, and it's gross, and I get it. 
but we're going to roll with the Green Bay Packers. You're right. I'm not going to like the taste of this. Plus four and a half uh, are the Green Bay Packers this weekend against the Dallas Cowboys. They already burned me earlier at Green Bay. And, look, this is a this is a trend bet. It is. Packers, of course, coming off that embarrassing loss where Aaron Rodgers threw three picks. Yes. Um, they fit a lot of historical trends for underdogs covering. Um, when they are playing a, uh, a team with an opponent of 500 or better, they are 31-14 and 14 against the spread. Uh, if you're a team that just lost by more than three, 16-5 against the spread. When you're getting under 50% of the bets, 76% against the spread. Same or worse against the spread percentage as the opponent, 79%. With an ATS record below 500, 20-4 against the spread, 83%. So what this is screaming at me is that this is going to be a game that the Green Bay Packers get up for against Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. At some point, you feel like that Aaron Rodgers game is coming. It hasn't yet. And I've also given you all the historical trends of the Packers off of losses. They are typically amazing. Um, different Packers. It is a different Packer team, but it is still Aaron Rodgers. And in the game this season where he was an underdog, he did cover that number against the Buffalo Bills. So I, I Last stand, Aaron. You're getting Aaron as an underdog. I think you just kind of have to put that bet in blindly. So that's what I'm oh. doing. Not feeling great about it, but I am very, very rarely. There's a reason you're here. Here's the thing. Maybe I, you've sniffed it out again. I very rarely feel good about the bets I place. You know? I don't feel good about them. Like it's, it's like, it's like I, this could lose. This could lose. My money could go bye-bye. Um, and then the game start, and you get a sense of where it is. And, you know, so if you feel good about your bet, you're going to lose it. Period. It's just you should have you should go into these games with no confidence at all, especially in the NFL. I tell you guys every week, you don't listen, but I tell you every week, it is the most liquid market. It is the most efficient market in any 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 sport you bet on. The sharpest people are on this. Yes, the most money is on this. Because everybody's watching. Okay, so your edge is it's it's this big, man. All right, it's this big. Um, why would we not, if we have an opportunity? Why would we not again back the Tennessee Titans? Minus three at home against the Denver Broncos. Denver averages 15 points a game. They stink. They are third worst in the NFL offensively. Um, And they did that, by the way, while facing the eighth easiest schedule in the NFL. Mm. Third worst offense, eighth easiest schedule along the way. The, the Broncos are 27th in overall offense. They're 23rd in pass, 25 against the rush. Russell Wilson has six touchdowns through the air this year. He's got four picks, career lows in completion percentages, uh, five-year low in yards per attempt. The defense has been the bright spot, but I have bad news for Denver Broncos fans. Bradley Chubb now plays for the Miami Dolphins. He doesn't play for you anymore. And their run defense? Oh, buddy. Their run defense, 25th in the National Football League, and you now don't have Bradley Chubb. Titans are coming off of a loss. Derrick Henry is in tip-top shape. This is back at home, which I will give the Titans this. We didn't talk a lot about it a couple months ago. The home field advantage is better. It is a better home field advantage in Nashville now than, than what it was the last time I was there. People actually have pride now. In the Tennessee Titans. Um, so, I like what the Titans are, are, are putting out here. Uh, if if Denver can't get anything going on the ground, I don't see Russell Wilson having a great day. I think this is another King Henry day. Ryan Tannehill 
Malik Willis doesn't really much matter to me. Looks like Tannehill yeah. probably be able to go. Um, I think this is a situation where the Titans come out at home and and um, they win this game by two scores. That's what I no feel. No matter the QB. Doesn't matter the quarterback. All right. Does not matter the quarterback. I don't think Denver is, is potent enough offensively, man. That's fair. They're incontinent. Uh, Raiders. Yes, the Raiders. Minus four and a half. And I would entertain. Lord Jesus. I would entertain. This is the first time I've done this. Alt spread minus ten and a half, and that'll get that'll pay out plus money. I think the Raiders are going to destroy the Colts on Sunday. You better, because everything we talked about, the Colts are being looked at right now as a joke, and they are a joke. Yes, Jonathan Taylor is back, but I ask you this: What has Jonathan Taylor done behind that offensive line this year? Not much. He's got one touchdown, Jason. Mm-hmm. The guy has one touchdown this season, yeah. and now he's got a Sam Ellinger at quarterback who is the opposite of a threat. They are going to, and I know their defense is not good, but they are going to lock in on Jonathan Taylor and make Sam Ellinger beat them, and he simply cannot do it. He will not be able to do it. They also do not have Shaq Leonard, the artist formerly known as Darius, playing uh, linebacker for them this week, and he is out with an ankle and a back injury. So, look, I know no Darren Waller. I know no Hunter Renfro. This is going to be a Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams extravaganza. Oh, you know what they say when you start predicting extravaganzas. It's going to be an extravaganza. six in the second half. And Jeff Saturday, who tweeted on October 30th that the Raiders look horrible, is going to be reminded just how hard it is in the National Football League. Do do not let Hebron Christian beat you. Or else you will hear about it this come would, Monday it, it would be, I, in a way that I don't usually give you. There with. have been a lot of them over the years. Can't lose. This Hebron. would be the most embarrassing. This yeah. Losing this game would be the most embarrassing. Letting this game be close. Hebron Christians is old school, bro. Would be embarrassing. He's a high school mm-hmm. coach. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So we're rolling with the Raiders minus four and a half. Alt spread. Ten and a half, getting that plus money. Last pick of the slate. Good luck. Again, it's ugly. It's nasty. That's okay. We go towards it. We're like flies and dung. Commanders, too many points. TMP. Commanders plus 11 against the Philadelphia Eagles. We may be getting back Chase Young for this one. There, There's a chance we're getting back Chase Young. almost forgotten about him. Secondly, this is a different Commanders team with Heineke under center than it was with Carson Wentz. It's scrappier. It is. It is. They should have beaten Minnesota last weekend. They didn't, but they should have. And I'm not picking them against the. You know, I'm not picking them on the money line. I'm picking them plus eleven. This is simply too many points. What did we see two Thursdays ago on Thursday Night Football? What did we see? We saw Damian Pierce run roughshod oh, right. mm-hmm. over the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Now, this is back in Philly where they are better, no doubt. Most NFL teams are. But the Commanders have two solid running backs in Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson Jr., who I think can recreate enough of that to keep this to a one-score game or maybe even a two-score game if it's 10. I just think it's very rare in the NFL to see a team get mollywhopped by more than 10 points. Can it happen? Yes. But it's very, very rare, especially in the division. Um, I just think 11 is is too much. They have been uh, a top 10 defense against the run, top three in opponent third down conversions allowed recently. I just think this is too much love for Philly. I'm selling very high, and I'm buying very low on the commanders here. Plus 11, I'm comfortable with that. It might be my favorite bet of the week.
It may be my favorite bet of the week, plus 11. I think you're going to be safe there for sure. So that is uh, that is Patty's picks for this week. Commanders plus 11, Raiders minus 4.5, Titans minus 3, Packers plus 4.5, and, and Dolphins minus 3.5. We're rolling right. with that this weekend. Jason, what do you think? What we got is a little bonus pick here. Anything on the card? I don't like the Rams situation right now with Stafford and the concussion stuff. You saw his wife come out. She's concerned about him. It looks like a hot mess that maybe the Bucks sort of took the the final pieces of mm-hmm. you know competitiveness out of last week. I'm feeling a let go. And there. Stafford's in the concussion now, protocol. I uh, hate yeah. That's what I mentioned that. I, yeah. I hate that. I hate that I would be riding with Cliff Kingsbury in this instance. Mm-hmm. But John's made me want to live a little dangerous. That is a oh. dangerous pick. He's made me want to live a little dangerous this week. Very nice. I'm pretty sure I had Baltimore over the Saints last week, so I think I had a winner. Yeah. I'm trying to put two together here. Uh, give me the give me the Cardinals Ooh. and the points there. Spooky. It feels spooky, but you said, <laughs> I want to feel shaky on my bets. I want to not know. I want to I want to have some fear. There you go. So here's my fear. Let's go, Kyler Murray. Save Cliff Kingsbury. Although you need to do a lot more than just beating the Rams to do that. It will help. So I've been uh, pr- doing pretty well here the last three weeks. I'm going to go with the same vibe of the two of you. It feels ugly picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend as they head to Germany, but Brady said he felt effing great. Yeah. And I'm going to roll with great mojo Tom Brady. It, it, they are due. Know. He's probably smart to take that. They are four and five right now, but folks, you get value. They're favored by four and a half bet QL. Uh, it, it, that's what they've got. The line you can get is two and a half, though. So I say I'm rolling with the Bucks in Germany. Yeah. Let's go. His thing is never fade Gino, though, right? Yeah, it's a tough one, man. I know that was the rule that John laid out. They're going to start being the Seahawks, though, at some point. You would think, point. but that line, on, the, the strength is, is is spooking me a little bit. Like, you feel like this number should be a little it's bigger for Tampa Bay, yeah, right? Too it feels like it should be mm-hmm. more like three, three and a half, maybe four. The Bucks are 11-3 and three versus excellent passing teams with a completion percentage of 64% or better in the second half of the season over the last three years, that trend. That's deep. Yeah, three years of that trend. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's that's a, that's a, that was a stay away for me. But I mean, I, could the Bucks do it? Sure. Could they have found something? Absolutely, it is possible. Uh, so that is uh, that is this week's edition of Patty's Picks. Where can you go to play Patty's Picks? Hey, that's Superbook. You guys know that football, basketball, hockey. Soon enough, we're gonna have the World Cup going on. I will be betting on Serbia. <laughs> yes. There you go. Plus 10,000. <laughs> this is the Serbian hammer. Uh, why not? I mean, look it up, dude. They're getting some blood. They're getting some buzz in their group. I'm just telling you. There is no better place to wager on all of it than Superbook Sports. When you sign up, deposit, wager the same day, Superbook will give you a bonus up to $1,000. When the sports world is busy, time for you to get busy winning some money. So download the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com to wager and win today. Visit Superbook.com for terms, conditions, gambling prompt, call. 1-800-889-9789. When we come back, Rob Doster is going to join us. We'll talk college basketball with him. They're playing basketball on a boat tonight on that uh, on that ship there. So we will talk to him about basketball on a boat 
Memphis uh, basketball start, their game against St. Louis, which is a big one, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to fit. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. ESPN. Rob Doster is the founder of the Field of 68, Field of 12, friend of the show. He joins us now. Rob, what's up, man? What's going on, man? How we doing? Uh, we're just uh, we, we're mapping out the uh, national championship parade after the Tigers rolled Vandy on the road. I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I was talking with someone about this earlier today. I don't know if there was a team that I was more impressed with based on what I thought they were going to be coming in than uh, than Memphis was playing at Vanderbilt. Look, I'll be I'll be honest. I might have overrated Vanderbilt a little bit. I think Jerry Stackhouse is a tremendous X's and O's coach, and I thought that he would find a way to make up for losing Scottie Pippen Jr. Uh, and maybe I kind of overestimated that, especially early on in the season. But I'll tell you what: the the way that Memphis can get out there and guard, the way that they have like 19 guys that feel like they're between 6'6 and 6'9 that can guard literally anybody. Every single one of them has a wingspan that is about 13 feet. It's it's really impressive what they can do on the defensive end of the floor. And I do think that bringing in um, bringing in Kendrick is, is something of a game changer, right? Because now you actually have, like, all due respect to Alex Nolabax, now you actually have a dude that is like a real legitimate playmaking point guard out there on the roster. What, what do you just make of, in terms of it's them and Houston, and, and I've asked you how good Houston's going to be this season. We know everybody's got high expectations of them. But just the conference itself, because it feels like, Rob, like this non-conference portion of Memphis' schedule, the Vandys and the other four SEC opponents on the, on the non-conference, it's so critical, right, because he doesn't have much except for Houston in the conference in terms of getting 
quality win. So just do you see the AAC is the same way? Is, is there another team in there, you know, whether it's a Cincy or somebody in there that you feel like could step up and give you a couple of quality wins in terms of the rest of this conference? And, or is it just Houston and Memphis? I, I think Cincinnati is going to be pretty good. Um, yeah. I got faith in, in Wes Miller and finding a way to, to make it work. Um, he's got a bunch of high major players on that roster. Uh, I mean, one of your uh, your your former Tigers down there, Landis Nolly. Yep. Um, they got the the Michigan kid, uh, David Ju- the the Julius the Julius, however you say his name, and then they have a point guard that transferred in from Indiana named Rob Finnessy. So they're they're not bad. I actually think that they are they're going to be a tournament team. Okay, um, and I do think that Tulane is someone to keep an eye on. Like I, I just kind of blindly trust Ron Hunter to find a way to figure things out. Uh, so I, I think that they're going to find a way to, to be pretty good. I don't know if they're going to be a tournament team, but I think that they, they will be a team where if you would beat them on the road, you're going to get a quad one win out of it. But the the biggest issue is just kind of what the bottom of the conference is, right? And we yeah, see it in the Atlantic 10. We see it in the Mountain West. To a point, we like kind of see it with the Pac-12, right, where the teams at the bottom of the league are just so bad that simply playing those games brings down computer down. numbers. Yeah. Like you, you can beat them by 60. And it's still going to bring down your computer numbers just because they're not they're not necessarily good enough, right? So I think that is a bigger issue. Like you just you have no room for error when you're going up against like a all due respect. I love Mike Schwartz when you're going up against an East Carolina when you're going up against the South Florida, you know. And and you know Temple doing things like losing their opener and that's certainly not going to help either. But uh, to your point, the the larger point that you're making where Memphis has to get stuff done in non-conference play, like they got to get it done. Yeah. It's not just the SEC teams, man. Like St. Louis, that game yeah. on Tuesday at St. Louis, like you could lose that game. Do people realize? Do you guys realize how good St. Louis is? Oh, they yeah. got four guards that are legit. We've we've been yeah. giving them Ken, their love. Ken Palm's got them projected to lose that game to St. Louis, so we 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 get it down here. Plus, that, I mean, it's that it's that that place is going to be friggin' jumping. Yes, they can yes, win the A ten, right? Rob, you you got them or Dayton. I, Both either one can I, win the A ten, right? I think St. Louis is better than Dayton. I hear you. I, I think I, well, this is going to be a great gauge for them to kind of figure out, like if, if what I'm seeing actually makes sense. But I think Dayton's like a top twenty. I'm sorry, St. Louis is like a top twenty team. They got a, they got a point guard wow. named Gary Collins, but against a, a good Murray State team coached by Steve Prohm, fourteen assists, zero turnovers. Yeah, he's good. They had Gibson Jimerson went for twenty. He averaged sixteen points a game last season. And the reason he was able to get enough shots to average 16 points a game is that last year's preseason Atlantic 10 Player of the Year, Javante Perkins, did not play with a torn ACL. Perkins is back. They also brought in Javon Pickett, who averaged 11 points a game last season at Missouri in the SEC. They got a five-man named Francis Acora, who was a top 40 prospect coming out of high school and played at uh, played at Oregon. Big physical difference maker. Like just imagine uh, Malcolm Dandridge, maybe a little bit thinner. Um, that kind of impact. They have a kid named Fred Thatcher does everything. They, they added a very, very, very good basketball team. And that's to say nothing. Like, VCU is good, too, right? Yep. VCU is, is really going to go. That's, VCU playing Memphis is going to be fun, man, now that I think about it. You've you got to bring your big boy pants for that game. Yeah, there's a lot of those on the on the Memphis schedule. I, don't, I know you're not in the Chicago area, Rob, but, uh, you know, if you if you – could get there to, for tonight's game uh, between Loyola and UIC, you would you'd be able to join the uh, Demaria Franklin protest for, uh, for for the University of Memphis. Demaria Franklin, former UIC Flame, is being held hostage by Yaklich, is not getting the uh, is not getting the waiver. Why do coaches still do this in 2022? It's 
it's complicated. I like I don't know the specifics of what's going on with uh, with Yaklich, but I do know that there are situations where there are uh, schools and there the university policy is they will not sign a waiver if it's a, uh, is it the runoff waiver? He won't. Sign yeah, it's correct. Yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, I, I know that CN is going through this right now, and it's just a school policy where if if it is not a runoff, they are not going to sign it and say that it was a runoff, right? And I don't agree with that. You know, if I was, if Luke asked me, if the UIC athletic director asked me, I said that's not worth the damage that you would do. Um, like on the recruiting trail for people paying attention to you, it's just, it, you're going to get, it's nothing but bad publicity. There's no positive that comes out of it, right? But at the same time, I, I do understand where there's the, the guys in the suits where they're saying, well, if it wasn't a runoff, then I'm not going to say that it was a runoff. And it's, it's tough. I would, if I was them, I was tired. Like, why, why, why not? What's the point? What do you? What benefit is UIC getting out of this? Nothing. All right. uh, I was just thinking about what you're you're saying and hoping that that you're going to be right. That Cincinnati's a tournament team. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in conference from them for them though next year, Rob? When Cincy and Houston are both gone to the <laughs> to the Big Twelve, and you be, I mean, you talking about Ron Hunter? We're going to need Ron Hunter to be darn good. Penny is, and that. what what would you? What do you do? I mean, it feels like Cal and CUSA, your non-conference is going to have to be jacked, right? Because yeah, it's, there's going to be nothing for you. Right. They're going to have to do it's a Gonzaga-type Gonzaga deal. Do, yep. Yeah, they play everybody. Everybody that will play you. I like Every that. Every major team that will play you. Yeah. Which will be fun. The, only, like the, the, the part that's going to be hard about that is if, if no Penny's going to start doing – if Penny's going to do the thing where like, he brings freshmen in again, right? Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the reason why it works in some of these power programs is you can take your lumps early and you still have the ability to build a resume. Uh, that's, a a great point. A that's a great point. Yeah. The problem is if you're going to start adding these like five-star 18- or 19-year-olds and you're going to get beat up on early, you're not going to be able to kind of make up that ground once you get back into league play. Mm-hmm. And I think that we saw that in the – what was the year that they won the NIT? Was that 21? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Where they, I mean, by the end of the year, they were very clearly a top 30 team in America, but they didn't have the resume to say that they were a top 30 team yep. in America. So that, that's going to be tough. But at the same time, I think that's actually a better thing. Like, you're not going to have the same level of hype if you don't get these kind of like 19 year old potential top 10 picks. But look at who's winning national titles, right? Look at the way that these teams are built. Mm-hmm. Bill Self just won one because he turned a three-star Osiah Baji and a three-star Christian Brown into first-round picks. Uh, the year before that, Baylor won with a bunch of guys that were like transfers and cast-offs who ended up being first-round picks. Um, look at what Villanova was in, in 2018 and 2016, right? Jalen Brunson was a McDonald's All-American, but the rest of those dudes are like top 75, top 100 guys that stayed around for three or four years and became 22-year-old lottery picks. Same thing with Virginia in 2019. Those are the teams that win. And... I think if you kind of look at the way this Memphis roster is built, like we, we've joked about this before, they have like five dudes on that roster that can go out and rent a car right now. So I, I think that that's it's there are more teams that are kind of built like this, where maybe you get the best transfer on the market instead of going out and getting the best freshman on the market. Why, why you got to say it like that, Rob? Like you know, put it like they can rent cars. They're that old. Yeah, that, that, they, they, they might have. They're, I mean, they're old. Man, like that. Deontay Williams is older than Jason Tatum. And I love it, man. Like, he's the best players around forever. Right, but who would you rather have, though? Who would you rather have, DeAndre Williams or Jason Tatum? Exactly. You would rather have DeAndre Williams. If you need need somebody to win an AAC game right now, who would you take? You would take DeAndre Williams. 
what's what's Jason Tatum's record in the AAC? He's never he's never won a single game his whole career in the AAC. Yeah, he's never won a game in the AAC his entire career. DeAndre Williams playing for Memphis is thirty six and twelve. You know Memphis is without him. That's right. Seven and seven. That's right. And that's probably against a lot of like Memphis has never won a game or never lost a game with uh, without without Jason Tatum. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. DeAndre Williams is without a doubt a better AEC basketball player than Jason Tatum. It, it could ever be it's inarguable. Could ever dream of being. Yeah, could ever you know, dream of being. I, I just want I want to remind people of that. Might try to bring him back for another year. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll roll the red carpet out. We're talking to Rob Doster, founder of Field of 68, here on the show. Okay, true or false? Kenny Payne is what Penny Hardaway would be if he couldn't coach. <laughs> no, I – well, uh, Kenny Payne, man, what are you doing? Why, that's, look, look, you Kenny can't Payne. tell me. I was watching Louisville. I was like, that's what Memphis basketball could have been like, right? They lost yeah. to Bellarmine at home. I saw it. Uh, they they, they damn near – and they lost their exhibition, too, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I yeah. had the thought. Look, I was like – Here's the I, thing. I'm not ready to say Kenny Payne can't coach for a couple reasons. One, uh, I think just – the, the reason this team is going to be bad is because I think that he handled the transfer market very poorly. Like, there's no, they, they don't have a single point guard on the roster. How do you go and, how are you going to build a team in the year of our Lord 2022 without a point guard on the roster? They have like three guards on their entire roster. Uh, that's, that's why they're going to struggle. Um, I think part of that is because they were trying to figure out what the sanctions were going to end up being and whether or not they were going to have the, the postseason ban or whatever. But, like, come on, man, what are we doing? How do you not have a point guard on your roster? Mm-hmm. It, it makes it makes no sense. So to me, that's the biggest issue is he didn't build his team right. And the one thing that you can say about Penny is at least he's building these teams right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Kenny, uh, I don't think that Penny gets anywhere near enough credit for how good of a coach he is. Yep. There's a lot of, people will be like, yeah, they can't score, but they're, they're top five defensively. You know how hard it is to coach defense and get a bunch of kids to buy in and every play year, on that right? Right. He's doing it every year now too. Yeah, and he did like, it with like eighteen year old culture. Yep. Yeah, they they couldn't they couldn't score when they had pressure to it, but you tell you what, no one was scoring on them. Mm-hmm. So that this idea that Penny can't coach, I don't know how that became a thing, right? Well, because like, maybe he's not. Maybe well, he's because not it's the former player, team. it's the former high profile player. Everybody just assumes because the majority of them, and I guess it's a it's a fair assumption, the majority of them have not done well. That they just saw oh, he's the but, he's the next in line. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Penny's name was John Martin, right? If anything was John Martin, then what we would be saying about him is like, man, this way, this guy grinded his way up. Mm-hmm. Didn't he start as like an eighth grade JV girls basketball coach or something, and then just kept getting another job and another job and working his way up? And that that was, was that was Hugh coach. Freeze. This, is, but but Penny did do eighth grade middle school boys. He did do Lester Middle. Yeah, so he like he just he kind of worked his way up from the bottom, and and we would be celebrating that if his name wasn't Penny Hardaway and he didn't have a hundred million dollars now. He has $100 million, and he is Penny Hardaway. But I, I, I think that his narrative is kind of uh, is kind of distorted based off of what he actually is and what his career has been as a coach. Uh, you mentioned that you believe Jerry Stackhouse, good X's and O coach. You've said that you believe Penny Hardaway is a good coach. Is, is coaching the issue with Big Pat, with, with Georgetown? I haven't watched enough of them, Rob. To have a uh, to have a strong opinion, if that's the issue, obviously there have been a ton of them there with Georgetown. W- what's up with Big Pat? I- is he not a good coach? Um, there, I think there's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, if you remember back to 2018, 2019, uh, he actually had a Georgetown team that looked like it was going to be pretty good. Right, mm-hmm. James Akinjo was the point guard. 
Mac, uh, Mac McClung was there on that is. roster. They had Josh yeah. LeBlanc. They had um, they had Omer Yurt seven. Like they had, they went probably seven deep, but a bunch of guys that that were good enough to to make some noise in the Big East, right? Like I, I remember going into that season being like, this is gonna this is a team that's got a chance to make the tournament. Okay. And if you remember what happened, some guys got into legal trouble. Uh, Mac McClung and James Akinjo couldn't stop fighting. They just couldn't get along, and the thing kind of blew up in his face. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of been all downhill since then. Yeah. So. Um, I don't. I think that he is going like, to. It's complicated because one, there's a certain level of expectation at Georgetown that is difficult to achieve, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to a game at Georgetown, Jason. I'm pretty sure that you have. I yep. remember watching. Uh, yep. Didn't we watch um, Memphis lose by 25 there? Yes. With Josh Pastner. Yes, we did. And he held him in held him in the locker room for like four hours after the game. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that building, when when Georgetown isn't good. It's almost impossible to get any kind of an atmosphere because it's it's an NBA arena, but one the traffic in BC makes it almost impossible to get to get down there for people that are not able to get on the public transportation. Mm-hmm. And two, there's no public transportation that will take you from the Georgetown campus to the arena downtown. So the, like there's it's just it's a it's a nightmare to actually get to the game. Yeah. And uh, then what happens is you play in this completely stale environment. Like, what player wants to go play in a silent arena? Like, the whole reason college basketball is awesome is because of uh, the environment that you play in. Um, so you play in, like, this empty NBA gym, and you just have no home court advantage. You combine that with the fact that um, he is, there's no grind for somebody that is worth nine figures to get out on the recruiting trail, right? It's gonna, the salary that he makes from Georgetown has no impact on his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a bit of a problem, too, and – uh, I, I think they will be better this year. Um, they got a kid named Brandon Murray from LSU who can really, really play. Um, a Coca Cook, former five star UConn transfer. So they got they have better players in the program right now. And they he went out and hired a staff. Kevin Nickelberry, remember him from LSU? Like he's going to be able to get dudes into the program. So we'll see what happens as they kind of get talent back in. But can you imagine? Imagine being the Georgetown AD that has to go to Patrick Ewing, the greatest player in the history of that program, one of the greatest players in the history of the Big East, the, one of, the guy that kind of made Hoya paranoia, Hoya paranoia. And you've got to go in there and you've got to tell him, hey, man, look, it's not working. You can't be the coach of Georgetown anymore. I, I would not want to be that guy. I would just love him coach forever instead of having that conversation. Yeah, no, that's uh, like Memphis had to tell Larry Finch at one time, "You're not the guy." You know, all, what, after it, what he had done for the program. Yep, it's you know, tough. It's man. awful. It's and that's the other side of it. Hey, Rob, man, we appreciate you as always. Thank you bro. so much, Rob. Thank you. Hey, I'm going to go back to sweating out the under in this Fairfield New Hampshire game because there's afternoon basketball on. I had to bet on it. <laughs> Love it, man. Hope you hit it. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Later, guys. Yep, he is Rob Doster, founder of Field of Sixty Eight. Always appreciate. His time here on the show. Yeah, college basketball, man, 1 o'clock, you know. It's just the best. It's just the best. You know who else is the best? Chris McCauley of McCauley Roofing and Renovations. Very much so. If you have anything going on around the house, if you have an aging roof, you can't always see storm damage. He can. So if you have suspicions, um, don't wait until it's too late. Call Chris McCauley. Let him come out. It's completely free. And the best part about Chris is that he's going to tell you exactly what's going on. He's not going to make something up. He's not going to expedite something you may need later, right? He's got a family at home.
He knows how it is. If you don't need something done, he's not going to tell you that you need something done. He is the best in the business. A lot of times can get any work he does covered at no out of pocket cost to you. Work with your homeowner's insurance. He's the best. When he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. And here's how you get him to come out. 901-487-7096. Lock that number in again, 487-7096. Whether it's now or down the road as a homeowner, you're going to have some roofing issues. He'll take care of that as John has laid out. Renovation questions, goals, thing you want to do, things you want to do as well. Uh, for, Four eight seven seven zero nine six. the number to call. He can handle that, too. We'll have his team out there in a jiffy. Voted most popular roofing company. Got a bunch of five-star reviews you can read for yourself over on Facebook at McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Check out the website, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. Chris McCulley, he's the best. Call him, four eight seven seven zero nine six. It's McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medela is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. I like the Grizzlies tonight a lot, actually. I mean... Ja on national TV. Isn't ja, that usually a good thing? Ja's on national television, and the Timberwolves, like... I do think a lot of times form does matter. Like, how are you coming into this matchup? And, you know, they just got embarrassed by the Suns, and that can't work but one of two ways. If they were at home, I would feel uh, a, a little bit more trepidation. This game's in Memphis, mm-hmm. um, and the home court advantage we know is just it, – it's real in this town, and it's, it's you know, it's, it's uh, city uniform night, you know. Well, I just you, don't if see you had, the way Memphis loses. If you had your way, it'd be Elvis night, wouldn't it? Yeah, we, we'll, we'll get that on the docket. That's uh that's coming, man. Just for you know, we gotta we have older Grizzlies fans as well. 
the Tigers can't. I thought you said old folks die. They well, they do, but but Tigers fans can't be the only ones that get like Elvis Knight. You know, we got to get that inside the no, games too. We don't need any more. Elvis, Elvis has swag, bro. It's not like we, he don't have swag. Stop acting like he's has not had plenty of honor paid to him in tributes. Okay, you act like he's forgotten about it around. Here. He is. He, he he's not Stephen really. Stephen A says he's all he sees. That is true. Somebody hit me up about that. Somebody would say somebody literally was, said that's all he sees when right. he comes to Memphis. Said I want to see more John Morant. Now, when he said that, that felt like he hasn't been to Memphis. He was in like overdoing a long, long it a little bit, but the point is made. That's what national guys are saying about you. Yeah. So, like, so again, we don't need to increase the Elvi. Yeah, the Elvi is that what they're called these days? Elvi. But uh, but yeah, I think this is. Um, you know, it's always good to uh, to get that national exposure. It's always good to, you know, uh, the the nation to sort of be reminded that hey, what the Grizzlies are building in 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 town is something that's very special. And you know, I I they typically do not uh, squander, you know, games like this. Four, I think, is the number. I like the Grizzlies uh, tonight. I really do. Um, you know, and, I, and I, look, I think it's it's probably going to be a high-scoring game as well. I mean, I think there's not going to be very much defense played so because the Timberwolves will be up for this one too. They're, they're coming at it the same way. I mean, it is still Anthony Edwards. It still is Cat, D'Angelo Russell. So they're going to give the Grizzlies everything they got. I just don't think with where they are psychologically. I think, you know, losing Vanderbilt, a couple other guys, Beasley's now in Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, those are guys that Some were making big-time plays for them. Well, I think season. Pat Bev, too, was a leader. You saw it in the, yeah, way, that Anthony, well. the way that Anthony Edwards followed him in That's terms right. of the – uh, just letting a, an older guy lead, I, I do think they miss him more than some think. Uh, the great thing was, saw it was reading from Zach Lowe, brought this up with Jeff. Did you you read his ten things this morning? And he's with us now. Mm. Little, little, real quick. Hard to argue against Bain and John Morant as the NBA's best best backcourt of the first dozen games. How about that? Yep, he's writing it now. It's going national again. What are you talking about, Dejounte and? And Trey, I mean, there's only, a, you know, you'd have to put Garland and Donovan up there, mm-hmm. but you're getting it down, and a lot of it's – Jaws taking a – Bain step, though, another mm-hmm. one yeah. we're seeing, it, especially on the playmaking side of things. Yeah, yeah, go out there and score another 64 combined. I think that'll put Minnesota down. Yeah, uh, and that's what you'll that's what you'll have to do, but uh, the Grizzlies are fully capable of doing it, and then it feels like Jaron's very close. feels like Jaron Jackson is incredibly close to, to returning yeah, to the yeah, lineup. The way he's dancing and the – in the pregame, thing. and that's when you'll really start to get the. the He's true, doing the five on five stuff. Exactly. That's when you'll start to get the true sense of okay, you know, Grizz are sitting here with the eight and four on the season. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, are they about to like truly take off? Are they about to try to reclaim? There's their, so much still to learn, man. What the what there really this is. looks like when all four of those guys are there. Yes. And right. Where Minnesota's already going for all sure. in. Yep. You're still learning about yours, and it's a good thing, I would say, for Memphis. I think it's a, that I, you haven't made a move like that. Well, you got a lot to learn about this nucleus, this core. Yeah. Not, not just you know this season, but in the postseason. You know, Correct. you got to really find. And it's one of the things that we've been talking about. Like you got to find out, and you got to know. Okay, what what do we need? That's what have. Milwaukee did. Yes. They had to hit their heads against something before you make the Drew move. But there's no, you know, there's no rush on that. You know, not get, with these dudes 23 years old. Get young. some get some scars first and that's then make the move. So, anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Anthony Sane for joining us on the show. Thanks to Sean Salisbury. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ucalypt speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.